subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Ninja Selling Podcast. He's Garrett. I'm Matt. And boy, man, Garrett, it feels like we haven't talked to each other in a while. I mean, no one notices that because the episodes keep rolling out. But we had a little bit of a break of hanging out and doing some recording. So I'm super pumped just to be back seeing your smiling face and being able to dive in on another great topic today, man. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, man. Matt and I have been going through withdrawals. We got on our session this morning and I'm like, dude, I have missed you. Like, this has been way too long. And the funny thing is it's only been like, what, four days, five days? Like a week and a half. <laughs> like, it's been a little longer. I mean, we've chatted. We've yeah. talked. We've we've We don't go very far without talking to each other on the phone, but like, we haven't been able to sit down and do a recession in like a week and a half and which has been a great week and a half, very productive. So we haven't had any just comprehensive brainstorming sessions like we just had for like the last hour, which is always good. Talking about everything, moving parts of just world and life and real estate. And uh, that's what we've missed. And now we're happy to be able to share with you guys a little bit, a little insight into where Matt and I have been. Yeah. And, and in this time space, you've, You've actually put out a lot more topics for us to discuss. And this one that we're going to talk about today resonates really well with me because I've been having a lot of discussions around this with the clients that I work with in terms of like, where is the business coming from? How do we earn this business? And you know, what does it mean to kind of just do one thing versus many things and, and doing things at different levels as well? Because we hear Garrett. And we'll do all that intro stuff at the end, by the way. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast, folks. We hear from people often like, well, I'm doing this. Why am I not getting the business? Or, well, I've been in flow with John, but he listed with somebody else. I don't understand why. And it's not as simple as just saying, well, yeah, I have marketing going to him. Because a lot of people might have marketing going to him. There's questions of how deep is the relationship? What questions are we asking? And so, Garrett, I'm excited to dive in on like, what is the kind of compilation of things that really create the opportunity for us to earn someone's business? Well, I think it's it's not, and this is where it kind of came down to like, it's not just one thing. And you know, what you just brought up is this like, okay, but I'm doing this and maybe why did they go use somebody else? I think people also fall into it with like, okay, I've started writing my notes. What's my return on my notes? And it's like, well, how do you calculate that? Like, because you're never talking business. You're only talking in your notes about things that are important to them and celebrating them and their life and who they are as a person. And then you're looking at it as like, well, what's my return on it? It's like, well, <laughs> one, you're completely destroying your energy around why you're actually writing these notes of, do you really care about these people? Or am I hoping that there's going to be a deal in here somewhere? Which just so everybody's clear and comfortable about this, like, there's business everywhere. Real estate is not one of those things that's like held in little pockets around and we got to go find it. People buy and sell homes. So the more people you're around, the more people you'll bump into that buy or sell homes. So you take this like one thing and you overanalyze about whether it's giving you results. That's one area we can get into. And then there's this other side, Matt, of you, you mentioned, which is like, okay, here I am sending my postcards to this group of people. And one of those people in there goes and uses another agent. I don't think there is a magic. I mean, what, well, one, okay. So we have the Ninja nine that we talk about in, in Ninja. So we've got that as like a platform of, okay, these are the nine things that we should be doing consistently. 
I think it's interesting though, and we see this in coaching, Matt, that that is a platform to follow is to do those nine things. And if you look at it, it's very comprehensive of keeping your mind in a great place, focusing on who are people out there that might need your help and having time and energy around that, the relationships we've created. And it's also activities to grow and build new and future relationships. And so when you combine all those together, yeah, you find people that need to buy or sell real estate. Like It just kind of happens to work that way. It doesn't necessarily have to be those laid out things, though, but it has to have that same energy around it. I know a lot of people that use other things to keep their mind in a really great place and keep themselves really focused. It might be meditation. That's not necessarily on the Ninja 9, but they may be using meditation to start their day out and put themselves into an awesome place. They might then go and be involved on a board and other community stuff that's going on and events that are involved in happening. That may put them around a lot of people. They may have certain networks that they're involved with that surround them, just like a hot and a warm list might, that surround them with people that are in transition and needing help as they are going to. It's not a like, this is the secret sauce. It's do you have all these pieces married together? When you do marry them together, oh my gosh, it's, it's like, they're the ones you walk away from, Matt, going, well, of course you're successful. <laughs> we all know those people. It's like, of course, they're, they're just that person. Well, they're also doing all the right stuff. Yeah, you can't skirt the work, right? And I think the intentionality of how we show up and do things. And we had the episode recently on like hustle culture, wake up early culture, and all that kind of stuff, rise and grind. And I'm not talking about that, right? But the intention that you use or the intentionality behind how you show up to do the things matters a whole lot too, right? So if someone says, well, you know, but I am in flow with these people. Well, we need to break that down and be very honest on what that actually looks like. If you're sending out a text once a month, be like, yeah, they know I exist. Great. Awesome. Do they know you're a realtor? Do they know you care about them? Do they know that you're an expert? Do they know that you actually have something to offer that other realtors don't? And a lot of times the answer to several of those questions will be no. I, when I self-analyze my business and businesses, and even when I was in real estate, if I was self-analyzing like, well, how am I attracting business to me? One of the things I'll say is, well, how deep am I really going? And, and if I'm honest with myself, am I fully committed to these actions? And am I committed in a way that differentiates me from other people? And that is getting at the core of it. And where a lot of times people just go service, well, I'm making calls. Yeah, great. I want to know more about that. I want to know who, I want to know the questions, I want to know the conversations, I want to know how you're scheduling, what the next conversation might look like with those people, because that's going to tell us a whole lot more. This goes into a whole different place, Matt, which is the varying levels of how we can do any system. Yes. And we've joked about this in the past of like, but I go to the gym, like I should be physically fit. Like <laughs> out of all Americans, like I'm one of the stats that goes to the gym every single day. And if you were to go and peek in the window at the gym and you see Bob sitting there at the coffee bar, hanging out with his buddies and you're like, yeah, you're sort of at the gym. Sort of. Like, I guess... You're there. You're not lying. <laughs> the weights don't lift themselves. But that's like, 
that's like the phone calls. And I watch a lot of people that treat the phone calls as a check the box. Did it, made the phone call. We just did a practice session in coaching. And it was really interesting. We've started doing these things. Matt, you might even be new to these things too. I'm a little new to these things. We literally just started <laughs> playing around with this idea of a practice session and we did the five-step calling process. That was our thing. And we we basically take people and we pair them up into groups of two and we say, go practice and let's come back and talk about it. So they get like five, was it 10 minutes to go practice? And then we get five minutes to come back and talk about what did they learn and what did they get? And it's it's fascinating how you can see somebody not understand just the simple, like, I'm just trying to connect with somebody. Take the energy out of like, I'm looking for a transaction in here. It can very easily get the waters muddied up where it's like, am I really truly doing that activity at the level that it should be being done at? Or am I skirting the system? Am I just checking boxes? Am I just here for the business? I really could care less about this person, by the way. Like, I don't even know why I'm calling them. Oh, I know why I'm calling them because there might be a buyer and there might be a seller in there. Well, better make the phone call. By the way, that's really not Ninja. Whether it's Ninja or not, like that intentionality, that energy you bring to a phone call is going to leave you at the end of that calling session going, well, that sucked. I didn't get any business. I didn't like doing that. I didn't really have good conversations. And this is one of the big differences in the real estate business compared to a lot of other sales business is that you're selling yourself as a service, as someone who can be of value to these folks when it comes time for them to need to buy or sell real estate. Because it's not the same time cycle that people use when buying a car, which is another major person. It's not the same time cycle when people use when they're buying shoes or other products or things that you can be a bit more like, yeah, let's just make the calls. Let's you know go door to door. Let's do these things. But even with those stuff, the best performing salespeople are focused on, hey, how can I make this person happy today? How can I bring some value to this person today? I see it when people come door to door and into my house, right? Best was with pest guys. So the pest service that we have now, guy actually got lucky, knocked on my door when I was about to call other pest services because the one that we had was dropping the ball big time. But he was looking to build a little bit of a relationship. Like, Of course, he was trying to sell his service, but he was like, hey, how are you today, sir? And brought really nice energy, asked me questions. Do you have pests and all this stuff? Like, you know, are you open to versus just launching into a sales pitch? When two weeks later, another guy comes on my door and I could already tell he's ready to go to the next house. He's just, I got to knock on as many doors. Hey, you know, I'm with him. I'm like, yeah, you know, actually, we just like, okay, bye. And he just left. Like, I didn't even get to send him on his way. And it's like the difference in the energy that they brought before they knocked on the door is so important. And Garrett, coming back to kind of the main reason why we started this topic of one thing is not what makes you successful. It's multiple things. If you take that intentionality and plug it into all these things and you look for the things that help provide the foundation so that you can bring that level of energy to a phone call, to a handwritten note, that's where all of these things start to work together. Your autoflow is creating and showing value and showcasing that you're a realtor and you're good at it. Then you get to show up on the phone through text and whatever means that you're also using to build a strong relationship. And then you layer onto it things like real estate reviews that are bringing your professional value 
to that face-to-face or phone conversation, which now all of a sudden creates this package where people go, Garrett is my guy. He's my trusted advisor. He's not just a realtor. He's not just some guy who's doing some marketing that looks pretty good and I like it. He's my trusted advisor. And that's what we got to be thinking about when we put all this stuff together is what we're trying to achieve, right? Well, speaking of layers, Matt, happily transitioned for me. I really appreciate this. My pleasure. (laughs) I use the example for a lot of people when I'm helping them build their business is you've got to look at this like like you're creating a cake. Whatever for the whatever the event is for, let's just say it's for a birthday. Mm, cake. So first off, you've got the breading of the cake. You know, that is the very kind of basis of what it is. And so people can look at that and be like, oh yeah, that person's a realtor. We got we can see that from a mile away. That person's a mortgage lender. That person, you know, we we can see that and go, okay, great. That's that's what they are. There are some people that don't even realize that you're trying to build a cake, by the way. So you first need to say, okay, do they even remotely understand the service that I provide? Then what you do is you start layering on different aspects of this. Maybe we put some layers in the cake, you know, spice it up a little bit. It's not just a big chunk of bread. Now it's got, you know, maybe some frosting in the middle of it. Oh, maybe like some strawberries or something. We'll do that. Okay, you put some strawberries in the middle of it. And so all of a sudden you have people out there, let's just say the strawberries are you making your Ford phone calls to people, or maybe this is writing your handwritten notes. We've added this little extra layer and then they make people step back and be like, there's something different about that cake. Like that, that cake's a little bit on the unique side. So now we start adding in real estate reviews or phone calls or lunches with people and coffee dates. And every one of these is like, okay, now we're putting frosting on this thing. Now we're putting little flowers on it or balloons on it or whatnot. And at some point, and this is where I watch real estate agents or anybody in business that all of a sudden their business just ignites. It's like that point that you put that those extra little parts on the cake that on their own would be meaningless. But because it's all packaged in this awesome cake that you built, people walk away going, that is the best looking cake I have ever seen. And you all know it when you've seen something that's done to that level, whether it's a bouquet of flowers, whether it's you know, whatever it might be, maybe it's somebody's front yard that you drive by that they just had their landscaping redone. I can easily put five bushes in a front yard and put lawn and be like, landscaping's done. There's a certain place in there where you stop and you go, and they did a great job with that house. Like, look at that yard. That's what you want to look at with your business. And it's not just one bush. It's not just the grass. It's not just the you know, special driveway you had put in that's heated so it doesn't frost during the winter. It's not just that. It's the complete package that makes people stop and go, whoa. And that's how you have to look at your business. I love the cake analogy too, because I feel like there's a lot of realtors out there that want the business that comes with the cake that you just described, but they want it out of the box that they buy at the grocery store where they just add water. Like, oh, I just add some water, mix it up, throw it in the pan and put it in the oven and like 30 minutes, I got chocolate cake. I like cake. You know, and you know what? There's a time and place for enjoying that kind of cake. I, I would recommend maybe just not eating it as much and going for the really awesome cake every so often. That's a whole nother discussion. <laughs> but when you said that, I was like, gosh, th- this makes so much sense. This is where being honest with yourself, and looking in and saying, hey, am I trying to run a five-star bakery off of you know, shake and bake, 
Cake mix? Shake and bake's a different product, man. You can't be mixing. I know. So Okay, I'm just just want to make just add water cake mix. Well, just add water cake mix. I don't want to confuse our listeners, Matt. They're like, are we talking about chicken or are we talking about cake? Are we talking about uh Talladega Nights or like what? Shake and bake was a great product, by the way. Keep going. Shake and bake, baby. Um <laughs> so are we talking about five-star bakery or just add water cake, right? Yeah. And you have to decide where you want to play because you're going to get the results based on that intentionality. So this is where what I said at the beginning is you can't skirt the work. The work needs to be there. We can figure out how to make that work highly efficient, highly effective so that you're not stuck in a grind. But anytime you take an airplane off the runway, rust is at full throttle. That's how you get it up in the air. And not leaving the cake analogy just yet. And I, Matt, I think it's really important that there are people that- We can stay on cake. I haven't had cake in a long time and I want some cake. So let's talk. There's people that make their entire career off making angel food cake and having it put next to the strawberries in the grocery store so that when you're buying it, you're like, ooh, like strawberry shortcake sounds really good tonight. Like, I'll just pick some of that up. Like nobody's standing in line though for that strawberry shortcake, but it is a business. They will go buy, people will buy it, it will work. And I think that sure. in our businesses, you need to know like there's a lot of us out there that make a good living and make a great life by doing that and doing it consistently. And then there are the ones. Well, and, and this, this is the difference, right? That just add water cake mix is on the shelf at every single grocery store, but that baker's at one location right? That's it. When you have people lined up around the block, and I think the people that I'm hoping are listening to this are the ones that are saying, I want a business where people are lined up around the block. I want a business where people are so wanting to work with my product, my service, that they're telling all their friends about what they were able to experience and why they should always come use me when it comes to their cake needs. I want those people lined up around the block. And if we're if that's what you're trying to achieve, it's not just one thing. The angel food cake with the strawberries in the store, maybe you grab some whipped cream on it. That might be the one thing that just kind of fits the bill. The landscaping in the front yard with the two bushes and the grass, it fits the bill. It gets the job done. We're, we got a landscaping. It's not just dirt. Looks better than nothing. It's better than nothing. The neighbors won't complain about two bushes and a grass in the front yard and be like, we'll get fined by the HOA. <laughs> yeah, we, we passed. We did it. It works. But I'm to word Matt and I are talking about having that business where people are lined up around the block going like, you got to try the cake. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and that's why you guys are here. That's why you guys are following Ninja Selling why you've discovered it. So before we leave this, and we're not talking just about as we talk about like one thing, and I said, you know, there's a mindset piece to this, Matt. There's a marketing piece to this. Like what messaging do we have going out? There's our way of handling the business that we're currently doing right now. Each one of these are individual episodes and podcasts for way longer than an hour. But I, so I don't want to be, want to be cautious of that. But I want everybody to really look at this, that there's all these elements to it and ask yourself, am I putting myself in a mindset every single day that's going to attract people into my world? 
I talk to people all the time that are wondering why their business isn't better and they are contaminated with negative energy. Mm-hmm. They've got it just pouring off of them. I saw Matt, I saw a great podcast the other day. It was a little interview. And it was a very, very, very wise looking Indian man, which I was so like, there's something about their tonality, their pitch, everything that makes me just stop and go, oh, tell me, wise one, please tell me what, what knowledge you have. <laughs> and he made the comment of, um, he said, you know, your nose is right above your mouth. And he kind of paused and I was like, do tell? Yes, you're correct. And But when he added in, he said, it's interesting how your nose cannot tell that you haven't brushed your teeth and your breath smells, but everybody in the room can. (laughs) And he was talking about our self-awareness of who we are as people and how when things are off about ourselves, we really can't see it. It's not something easy for us to acknowledge to say, oh, my energy stinks right now and I'm contaminating everybody around here. It's hard for us to know that, you know, because we haven't showered in a week, Everybody's walking around. You know it when that person walks by you on the airplane and you're like, whoa, <laughs> like that was a strong one. Uh, at least that's how I respond to it. <laughs> they may not smell themselves, but everybody else on the plane looks at each other going, oh, geez, like that was impressive. These things that we talk about taking care of your mindset and taking care of your energy it's no different than brushing your teeth in the morning and showering in the morning. So you're, you're presenting yourself in the best way that way, putting on your nicest clothes and looking the best. This is one of the elements of taking care of our mind also so that we, when we go out there, that is dressed up and cleaned up and ready to go to present itself to the world. That's like one element. I want everybody to look at like all these pieces of it in your day-to-day world. So yeah, Matt, I just want to throw that in there. I love that. And I think that is the, and that's the key component here is to get out of the, well, I'm doing this. Why is it not working? And you have to say, well, because there's something that you're not doing, or there's something that maybe you could be doing differently and stepping outside of yourself for a second and doing that analysis that the subjective look at, okay, well, what's really at play here? Because it's not about checking the box at the end of the day. Checking the box will get you a certain distance, even with Ninja. Yeah. And I, and I think that the Ninja system, checking that box versus any other system out there is going to get you further in real estate than the other systems of checking those boxes. But if you have bigger goals than that, which a lot of you do, you have bigger dreams and visions and things. It's time to then look a little bit deeper and ask, what are the things that I'm not doing? The things that I'm not putting into this cake that will make it special so that people are excited to do business with me, that people are excited to talk to me about their real estate versus like, oh gosh, there's Garrett again. He's going to talk about real estate, isn't he? Right? Versus, oh, there's Garrett. I have a real estate question for him because I saw this headline and I just want to talk to him about it and see what his thoughts are. And that exists, by the way. Matt, what if, a great, <laughs> what a great picture because that is so true. There's the ones that you're like, oh no, here he comes. We're gonna have to get into this. To like, oh, I'm so happy I saw him because I have a question. That is like a beautiful energy swap there. That is perfect. There it is. Mic drop. I'll just leave it that. It's a mic drop moment. <laughs> and, I, and I think that we want to be the latter. We want to be the ones that when yeah. we walk in, that people and we. We wanted so bad. There's some, a lot of agents that wanted so bad that they think by pushing it, 
is what's going to make people come to us like that. And we've talked about this in the past, like when you have a a person in any stage of their life, but I watch this a lot in kind of like the 20s to 30s when they're trying to find a relationship. Like they're at that point, like I've got to find a relationship. It's that point in my life I need to settle down and you know get serious and have somebody that I can partner up with and create a life together. There's a certain element in there where they're either attractive or they're pushing people away. And the more so they're on the hunt, the more like I got to find a relationship, the more everybody around them is is going, oh, crap, here they come. <laughs> like, yeah. geez, they're on the hunt. They're on the prowl. It's uncomfortable. Every single time we walk into an environment, they're trying to see if they're a match with everybody in that room. Can't we just have a barbecue? Like, geez. <laughs> And then there's the other element where they stop looking and they all of a sudden, because of that same person, just different energy, all of a sudden becomes very attractive to others. And whether they like it or not, they're going to attract in somebody who's saying, hey, I'm interested in you. You are attractive to me. I am I am attracted to you. I am curious to learn more about you. That There is so much play behind the scenes going on that causes that to happen and we think it's just the outfit that we wore that day. And it has nothing to do with that. It's literally the energy that's pouring off you. Yeah, no doubt. Not just one thing, man. It's not just one thing. So hopefully this has been good for all of you. And it's given you some, you know, we're not trying to be hard on y'all, but we want to see you guys thrive. We want to see you guys grow. Particularly, we're heading into business planning season. You're you're hearing it from your coach. You're hearing it from Ninja, whether you the time of this being released, you probably have heard about the different business planning opportunities that exist through Ninja, through Mastery, through a live webinar with Larry, through coaching. But your brokerage is probably starting to talk to you guys about this stuff too. And this is a great time to do this inside work to look at, hey, so that you're not taking this analysis of like, well, these things aren't working. Let me do something different. You're actually saying, hey, here's the things that I'm not doing and I need to change that so I can create a plan that actually works for me versus going and just trying something different that I'm not going to put the intentionality in and I'm going to see the same results out of. Yeah, it's like it's like your phone calls, Matt. It's like, let's just put that as a big bowl of frosting. I don't understand why the, nobody's buying this cake. Well, all you have is a big bowl of frosting. That's what you have. Put it on the damn yeah, cake. Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to stop doing phone calls. There's not working. It's like, well. Put it on the cake. Let's see if it like livens things up a little bit. Like, <laughs> so I love it. So it, imagine Matt, just eating a big bowl of frosting. Oh, gosh. I don't know if I could do that. My kids would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. My kids would uh, totally sit there happily and share the frosting together. They they I've seen I've actually seen them do it. Dude, after going no. So with business planning, real quick, Matt, just so because I, I know a lot of you are, are hearing about business planning, as Matt just said. Um, there's a couple options roaming around out there as we through ninja. Yeah. And I want all of you real quick, because I have you here and I have your attention. So keep listening. If you are a Ninja graduate, uh, you've gone through the Ninja installation, there's mastery available to you. It's a group setting. It will allow you to work with a group of like 50 to 100 people and share ideas and build community. And you get to talk even in between your sessions together to, to build energy around ideas and sharing about your business plan. And it's a, it's a quarter-long process, three months. That's an option for you. You have to have graduated an installation. We recommend you graduate through an installation. You can also come through coaching and go one-on-one coaching was what Matt and I do. 
And you can go through that same exact business plan. They one they use in mastery is the one that we actually use in the coaching program. And it they use ours as well, how that works. So same thing. You're not going to hear a different business plan. And then if you're somebody listening to this right now that's going, I really like Ninja. I'm not ready to sign up for one-on-one coaching. I've never graduated from an installation. Uh, you have the opportunity of going to Larry's. And by the way, if you've gone through an installation, you want to go watch Larry for three hours. There's a three-hour online class. And he's going to touch a lot on the basics of Ninja. So you can get a sense of like why all this stuff works and how to build this. And then he's going to give you all the pieces to build a business plan for yourself. So you understand the fundamentals about why you're doing this and what it is. So you got a handful of options out there. Those are the three offered through Ninja. And I would encourage anybody, whether it's Ninja or anywhere, if you can build a business plan to guide your business oh. for 2024, you are light years ahead of your peers. Yeah, you really are. And, and on the next episode, we'll probably share more links and things. But by the time this episode airs, if you're in our Facebook community, which if you just search for the Ninja Selling Podcast on Facebook, we'll be sharing links and everything to that in there so that you don't miss the opportunity to sign up for mastery if you've been through an installation or sign up to watch Larry, which will happen three times over the next several months. So if for some reason you miss one, there's another one that he'll be doing. And the value is incredible, 99 bucks to see to sit with Larry for for three hours. If you've done an installation, what is it, Garrett? It's $199 uh, for three months or $549 up front for the mastery, which the value is incredible. I know we don't usually pitch things with pricing and all that stuff on the podcast, but these programs, I mean, I just believe so strongly in them because you can go find somebody else who's charging you thousands of dollars for some type of business planning, all this kind of stuff. And um, you're, I don't think you're going to get the same value out of it as you will from a ninja program. So, well, in the, in the idea of pitching, and the, the interesting thing is like business planning only comes around once a year. You're going to get a chance to do your business plan. And I watch people that try to do it in February and it's like, we're, the year started, we're rolling. It's like, take the opportunity to get serious about your business, do something that's going to help you get that plan. In the meantime, because Matt did a really mediocre entry into this podcast today, this episode, it was weak. It was like, welcome here. We're I at. did no entry into the podcast today. That's what happens when I take a week and a half off. Uh, all right. So if, of podcasting, not of everything else. <laughs> if you want to learn more about Ninja Selling, please go to ninjaselling.com. If you want to learn more about the classes that are offered, which are installations, now, which I highly recommend. It's a four-day intensive class to really get all the nuts and bolts and, and install Ninja into your business. Those are available on that site. If you're looking for one-on-one -on -one coaching, uh, please go to the coaching tab on there. You can also type in Ninja Coaching. We have approximately 30 coaches right now all over the United States that are highly trained in Ninja. And uh, they will do everything from help you just stay with your systems as well as try to find ways in your business to maximize your natural talents, your natural gifts to make Ninja shine in your world. They're incredible. And then we also have Mastery for you to go check out on there, which we talked about today. There's four different series you can go through to work on different parts of your business. And all the classes are available on there and upcoming dates are available on there. So you can find one that works for you. In the meantime, Go hang out with our group on Facebook. We got an incredible group of people. Uh, Matt and I are in there. I've been throwing little videos up here now and then and interviews and stuff. And uh, so we're having fun in there. 
13,500 people, Matt. We have Woo. we have a a, lot. a herd, a herd of people running around chanting about Ninja in there. So great group to be with. Matt, great to have you back, man. Missed our time together. Yeah, me too, man. It's good to see you. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Love you guys a lot. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you on the next one. Thanks, everyone. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.